Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, July 8th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, it was one hell of a yeah. news day on Thursday. It was uh, busy. Basically, basically, every Broadway show announced that it was coming uh, into town, and it has yeah. dates and theaters and all that stuff. We Welcoming are lucky. me back in a big way. Yeah, you were out of town, so it's nice for them to give you plenty to talk about on your first day back. Yeah. Um, we will get into all of that news, but I do want to remind everybody that we have a new episode of All the Drama coming up. No, uh, Stagecraft. It's another Jan Simpson there episode. I forget which one. I think it's Stagecraft. Um, either way, it's an interview coming up with Brian Watkins, uh, the dire- or the writer of uh, Epiphany, currently playing at Lincoln Center Theater. That'll be available Ooh. in the Patreon feed. The newest All the Drama, which is why I was confused, is going to be in the regular feed on Saturday. That is looking at the former Pulitzer Prize winner for drama Harvey, which I actually directed a, pr- a production of back ah, in the day. Ah, really? I love the imaginary rabbits. So uh, lots of Jan Simpson <laughs> in either feed over the weekend. If you want to make sure that you hear all of our episodes first before anybody else can get them in the regular feeds, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, Ashley, as I said, we had not one, not two, but three shows announced. Three times. Yeah, three times. Concrete Broadway details. This is not like, oh, we're coming to Broadway at some nebulous state and theater in the future. These are legit dates and theaters. Do you want to go in the order of uh, they were announced? Or do you want to talk about them in a specific order that you're excited about? How do you want to go through all of these? Let's go and announce. Let's let's go chronologically. How about that? Okay. All right. Starting first thing in the morning, we got the official confirmation of something that we knew was going to be happening just because all of the tea leaves lined up. And that is that the original West End musical and Juliet, which is currently playing in Toronto as we speak, will be coming to Broadway this fall and will be occupying the Stephen Sondheim Theater, beginning performances on October 28th with an opening night scheduled for November 17th. If you are unfamiliar with what this show is, it imagines a world in which the end of Shakespeare's iconic romantic tragedy does not end with Juliet dying, but in fact, she survives and what happens from there. The... Uh, the book is written by David West Reed, who has yes, yes, written yes. for Schitt's Creek, um, and it features music by pop blockbuster sensation uh, writer Max Martin. The who, Max Martin. The Max Martin. Everything on Earth. Yeah. Like, in this show, songs that he has written, Since You've Been Gone, Roar, Baby One More Time, Larger Than Life, uh, Larger Than Life, That's The Way It Is, and Can't Stop The Feeling, like, yeah. absolutely bonkers, all the of the, bops. the bops. The bops. The bops of the aughts. Yes, the bops are everywhere. The Broadway cast will essentially be the cast that is currently doing the out-of-town tryout in, uh, in Toronto. Lorna Courtney will play Juliet. Uh, Paolo Zott will play Lance. Betsy Wolf will play Anne Hathaway, not the Princess of Genovia, Shakespeare's wife. <laughs> yeah. um, Stark Sands will play Shakespeare himself. Uh, and we'll also have Justin David Sullivan, uh, Melanie Labore, uh, Labore, uh who is playing uh, Juliet's nurse, who originated the role in London. Ben Jackson Walker and Philippi Arroyo is in there as well. Very nice. exciting. This is a show that, like, I, I know people have varying degrees sure. of acceptance for like the jukebox, jukebox musicals, musicals or whatever 
to me, I would prefer something like this to a bio musical. While there are totally. certainly bio musicals that are very good, um, like, and some that I like, I think are, are actually great. Sure. I want to see something weird and creative. I, I saw a, Same. a regional professional production of, of Head Over Heels a couple weeks ago. Oh my uh, God. I love it so much. Yeah, down in Fort Lauderdale. It was so much fun. It was so well done. Uh, I'm hoping to get a lot of the same energy from yeah. Anne Juliet and everybody who's seen it in London and Toronto just absolutely raves about what an absolute Absolutely phenomenal time it is at the theater. So I'm very much looking forward to this. Definitely excited. I'm in the same boat there where if it's an original story and if it's a fun original story, I'm I'm willing to forgive a lot, especially if it's cast well, which I'm hoping and it seems like this will be um, mm-hmm. by the time it gets to Broadway. The writing team is phenomenal. I've already said what a big Shit's Creek fan I am. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that, of course. Um, but yeah, this is going to be fun, I think. I'm really looking forward to this one. Everything I have heard from people that have seen it have said that it's such a fun night. So on to the fall at the Stephen Sondheim Theater. Yeah, very excited about this one. And I'm still holding out hope that we get Once Upon a One More Time so we can have yeah. dueling <laughs> songs with Hit Me Baby One More Time in them and Britney Spears songs in both of them. Uh, I think that'll be they fun and put, honestly what she deserves. Yeah, the casts of the shows could put together some really fun behind the scenes stuff for that too. Some collaborations. Absolutely. I would love Absolutely. it. Just random uh, Instagram videos where they just put the camera up there and just start oh dancing God. maniacally yes. and maybe or may not be wearing shirts because that's what Britney likes to do now. But <laughs> damn anyway, right, whatever. let her should. live her life. Yeah, yes. no, 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 no problems there. Um, all right, so let's go from the Stephen Sondheim Theater over to a theater that is currently housing a Stephen Sondheim show. This one mm-hmm. might anger you a little bit Um, but we got the official theater and new date announcement for the upcoming stage adaptation of the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous. The show will be uh, beginning performances on October 3rd ahead of a November 3rd opening at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater where Company is currently running and has posted a closing notice for July 31st giving Almost Famous a two month window to, for company to load out and then for them to load in before performances begin. Uh, it is directed by Jeremy Heron uh, and choreographed by Sarah O'Glebby. Uh, the musical features a book and new lyrics by Cameron Crowe himself with imi- original music and lyrics by Tom Kitt, my fave. And the cast, uh, <laughs> is as previously announced, Chris Wood, who replaces Colin Donnell, who, uh, played the part, uh, in the, ooh, where was it? Was it? La Jolla and some sort of I California uh, tryout. So. Yeah, but he's also joining uh, Anika Larson, Solea Pfeiffer, Drew Galing, Rob Coletti, and Casey Likes. Um, Grace is much more excited about this one than I think either you or I are uh, because totally. she is such a huge fan of the show. I like all the people in it. My my thoughts on Tom Kitt's music are well known, so I don't want to beat that over yeah, the head. Sure. But um, but also, it certainly loses points for me before, because it at least looks like, who knows if it's actually true, at least looks like they're kicking company out <laughs> for it. So not a huge fan of that, but... I don't uh, love it. No, but absolutely ecstatic that Soleil Pfeiffer is finally on Broadway. She has never Give been her on her Broadway flowers. before. I know. She's just bananas. Amazing. Never I, since her Evita, like I've wanted to see her up oh on those boards. Yeah, so good. I saw her in Evita. She was absolutely 
phenomenal in that and obviously was a part of the Hamilton tour, played Maria in the Hollywood Bowl, um, West Side Story opposite Jeremy Jordan a number of years ago. That's where I first heard of her um, and absolutely phenomenal. So I'm ecstatic that she is going to finally be able to make her Broadway debut. And I got to be honest with you, like the original musicals are starting to mount up in this season as we start to kind of put these together. This is turning into a really interesting season overall, but especially for musicals. Oh, for sure. I think we're going to have a lot of variety. I think there's going to be a lot to choose from for all demographics, which is honestly the most important thing to me. Um, you know, we've had seasons in the past where there hasn't really been a lot to appeal to younger audiences. And I think producers are kind of realizing, especially as we're coming quote unquote out of the pandemic, which has not yet happened, but here we are anyway, uh, that to get younger people in the seats, you're going to need shows like this, like and Juliet, like six still, of course. Um, so I honest, I think it's going to be a really interesting season on paper. I don't really know what to do with this one yet. I can't. I'm excited about it, but not in the same way I am about other shows that are coming. I'm more just excited yeah. to see what it's going to look like, I think. Yeah, I'm the, the whole the season as a whole is really exciting. And I'm going to talk about the plays mm-hmm. here in a minute. But let's talk about the musicals here real quick. We obviously have Into the Woods, which is part of this season. It just began performances a couple weeks ago. Then you've got Almost Famous. You've got the revival of 1776 as well, which uh, I'm very excited about that one. You've got mm-hmm. the transfers of Kimberly Akimbo and K-pop. Uh, you have the Neil Diamond musical, A Beautiful Noise. You have the... I guess uh, the new adaptation of Some Like It Hot, the musical yeah. mm. uh, coming. You've got the revival of of Camelot in there as well. We've got Cinderella that is supposedly coming. Yeah. Um, we also have Limpica that is planning on coming. Yes. We have Come Fall in Love that is planning on coming. Um, you know, they're still working on that Pal Joey revival. Um, you know, obviously Anne Juliet and Bob mm-hmm. Fosse's Dance and Devil Wears mm. Prada. Uh, the the Griswold yeah, vacation. It's like there's a ton of things that are like either announced, rumored, or planning on coming in that really could make this a very eclectic and and variety filled season. Most definitely. Um, as far as I can tell, Almost Famous has only been at the Old Globe in San Diego. Okay, I knew it was somewhere California, yeah. but I couldn't remember which it was in Southern, very Southern California yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> I got I got the general. You were in the general region. vicinity. Yeah. Yeah, gets out the wrong one but yeah um, that's fine all right so let let's talk about a new play that is coming to broadway that we just found out about this is a show that we had previously talked about when it had its world premiere at the um at the young vic actually i think it might actually be still happening or just recently wrapped up i think it just um, wrapped this- yeah, this is The Collaboration, which is written by Anthony McCartan and directed by Kwame Kwai Arma. It stars no less than Vision himself, Paul Bettany, yeah. and the two-time, two-time Tony nominee, Jeremy Pope. Yeah. They are, they are playing a pair of legendary, um, New York-based artists. Bettany mm-hmm. is playing Andy Warhol and Pope is playing Jean-Michel Basquiat. Um, this is a, a show that has gotten rave reviews over in London, and it will be part of the Manhattan Theater Club's 2022-2023 season. It'll begin mm-hmm. performances on November 29th, ahead of a December 20th opening at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. This will follow Cost of Living, um, which we previously talked about yeah. um, as part of being part of the season, and uh, MTC will announce 
two shows still for its season, one uh, on Broadway and one off Broadway that they have not yet announced. Uh, but I, I mean, putting Paul Bettany and Jeremy Pope in a show together about Warhol and Basquiat yeah. is like, it's, it, I mean, it just seems perfect. It's really it, phenomenal casting. I, it really is. And I'm, I'm looking at a picture of them in the show. Yeah. And like, you could tell me that it was a picture of the real life people. And I would yeah. believe you. And there is a very, like, it's based on a very similar picture that has been taken of Warhol and Basquiat. Mm-hmm. Um, I am tentative with this one. And really, my only hesitation is how much I hate Andy Warhol. <laughs> Well, that's fair. Yeah, I'm a big, big Basquiat fan and a huge Jeremy Pope fan. So always thrilled to see him back on Broadway as, you know, and same with Kwame Kwayama directing here. But I'm I'm holding off on some excitement. I know it's going to be great, but mm, it's the Andy Warhol of it all. Yeah, I don't really know the plot of this one uh, necessarily, other than the obvious real life collaboration between the two. But yeah. um, excited to see the, the press yeah, I don't description know what it is, is on this. paper. Yeah, the press description is just Warhol, Basquiat, electric, eccentric, polar opposites together for the first time in the most unlikely partnership the art world has ever seen. Yeah, yeah, right. seems fair. Um, but we will see what happens. And I've got to do a shout out. So okay, Paul Bettany, Paul Bettany, obviously I love him from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of but course. his real life wife, Jennifer Connelly, uh, uh-huh. star and, and icon in her own right. She was recently in the Top Gun Maverick movie that is still like breaking uh, box still office records. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but <laughs> we've talked to, about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To celebrate. Paul Bettany start got I got I don't know if he had it or got it. He got a had a bomber jacket that he was wearing to like the the opening night in okay. Hollywood and he started an Instagram account for, for the, the bomber jacket. jacket. <laughs> it was great. My friend Annie who uh I actually met through Broadway Radio, she uh-huh. sent it to me and is like if this doesn't make you love Paul Bettany of nothing. Course. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking up right now to That's see if I can find one. The account. Um, yeah, he's still got the pictures up on his own account. Yeah. It's <laughs> at, it's at Gary the Jacket. Gary. Um, love Gary, it. Yeah. Gary the Jacket. The man, so, the myth, the legend. Gary the Jacket. Yeah. It's photo dump of my uh, new best chum at Gary the Jacket and his travels with me to San Diego. Gary documented his first airplane flight, first night in a hotel, and finally he met up for a beer with his dear friend Kevin. Uh, so camp. I love it. It is absolutely camp. Like there's just pictures of it folded up. It, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous, but I love Paul <laughs> Bettany and it is great. Uh, oh. real quick. So let's talk about the, the plays that are in this season that we know of or believe to be in the season so far. We obviously have the kite runner, which began performances earlier this week. Mm-hmm. We have Leopoldstadt, which I think mm-hmm. we, Casey Mank corrected everybody in the world on its pronunciation. So we appreciate that. Is it that. Stott or Shadat? I don't know. I think it's Shadat. I think that was the pronunciation guide, yeah. Okay. I'm going off the dome. I don't remember everything. Um, We have the West End Transfer of Death of a Salesman. We have the Broadway Revival of the uh, Piano Lesson. We have Top Dog Underdog coming back as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then some other things that we know are coming but don't know the dates exactly are uh, Second Stage's production of Between Riverside and Crazy, which Mm -hmm. I am over the moon for. Um, Cost of Living, as I mentioned before. 
To Kill a Mockingbird? Maybe. Maybe. We've got the that's a different Audrey show. That, that's a different show than To Kill a Mockingbird with no punctuation. That one yeah, has a no, question no, yeah. mark at the end. Yeah. Yeah, the punctuation makes all the difference. Yeah. We've got the Otter McDonald-led production of Ohio State Murders oh, yeah. uh, by Adrian Kennedy. We have Jodie Cromer coming in Prima Facie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thanksgiving play is coming oh, uh, yes, can't wait. Uh, to the haze at some point in the spring. We just don't know the dates. Um and uh i think that's probably everything that yeah that's everything that we've got announced so according to my list but mm. lots of good stuff it's like uh, it, it it just feels Pat. like yeah you you talk about coming out of the pandemic and again in air quotes big, not coming yeah. out of it <laughs> big quotes. but it, but we are starting to get this glut of things that were building up and things that were developed over the over the course of the shutdown that are finally yeah, coming I was to just be about and to say. That, and that's leading to shows as we've talked about it, and I don't know if I've talked about it with you or with Ashley or with Grace and with both, hi. but hi, with um <laughs> you know, the Schuberts are exercising um out clauses and stop clauses yeah, right. to get shows out of theaters that probably they normally wouldn't, uh, because there is so much like legitimately exciting and compelling content that totally. hopefully will make money that wants to come to Broadway. Will these shows all make money? No, of course, not all of them will be hits, but they, yeah, it definitely, definitely feels not. like the, the theater owners are willing to kind of take some risks on things to have the opportunities to bring these new things into town. I feel like we might be going, especially in this fall, that seems there's so much coming that we're mm. going to have another run like we did this past April where like everything Ugh, is opening in, in like a short amount of time. But it's exciting. No. It, it, <laughs> I don't want it. It's, I don't want it's it. difficult no for the folks. No one wants that again. Absolutely yeah. nobody wants that again. Yeah. But it is exciting. The shows it themselves exciting. are exciting. I do think, I mean, it is, in terms of like bringing in money or not, like that's a thing of like there are shows that have been around that have just been kind of stagnant and either holding on or steadily declining for a bit at this point. So getting new shows in is already going to, you know, even temporarily make more money than those shows might be at the moment. Um, I'm I'm more excited for plays right now. We just talked about the, the musicals. I love this play lineup and I can't wait to see kind of everything come to fruition. Hopefully it doesn't all do it at the same time. Like you just mentioned could be, could be who knows, but I mean, that's I'm, I'm still more excited to kind of like go through all of them at this point. There what, are a couple. Is there, mm. is there one thing that you're most excited about? Um, God. Play or musical. Play or musical. Play or musical. I'm really still excited about 1776, honestly. Um, I know yeah, the reviews have been a little mixed at this point out of town, but that is a, a favorite show. And I've been really excited for the yeah, gender swapped, you know, switched around show. version of it. I know, I know, I know. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Obviously, for me, I'm ecstatic about also Lempika Lempika, coming. Yeah, yeah Lempika coming, of course. But in terms of the plays, like Samuel L. Jackson. That's um, a big one for me. Yeah. Um, Danielle Brooks, uh, Ray Fisher, John David Washington in the piano lesson directed by LaTanya Richardson Jackson. Like, yeah. dude, sign me up. Up. I'm on. dying for that one. So uh, we will see what happens there. And Corey Hawkins uh, coming to Broadway in Top oh, Dog yeah. Underdog. Like, there's just a lot of really I good stuff. I do want to see Death of a Salesman, too, because yeah, I want to see Sharon D. Clark again and Wendell Pierce. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, uh, of course, K-pop as well. So K-pop, Kimberly anyway, Kimbo being at the booth. I can't wait to see yeah. it again. Ugh. Huge, Tony for Vicky huge. Clark. Yep. All right. Real quick. The last thing I want to mention is down in the nation's capital or up, depending on where you are living, um, they will be presenting 
the unofficial Bridgerton musical album live ah. in concert uh, with a whole host of amazing Broadway performers. Recent special Grammy guest. winner. I did. Yeah, I, did. I should have mentioned that. Special guests will include the aforementioned Soleil Pfeiffer, Michaela Diamond, Jason Gote, Darlicia Searcy, uh, Ephraim Sykes, Danae Benton, Kelly O'Hara, and more. Uh, the performances, the performance will happen on Tuesday, July 26th. We will have a link, uh, in the show notes if you want to get tickets, but it is absolutely incredible. It's directed, uh, by Sammy Canold, Broadway radio ah, guest in the past. Um, so an absolutely bonkers group. And it just makes not me wonder. Shabby. It just makes me wonder when is this coming to Broadway? Or I mean, maybe not even Broadway, but not, like not at least, Broadway, at least just New, some York. Kind of New York concert. Exactly. Yeah. Because like I can, like we talked on yesterday's show, a Grace and I did about, um, the stranger things stage adaptation. Yeah, sure. So, so Netflix is not opposed to these types of things. No. So if they could work something out with, uh, Baron Barlow to make this an official, unofficial Bridgerton musical, like I could see it happening. If not, they could go the route of, uh, of, of like the cruel intentions musical, which eventually did get buy in from the, uh, yeah, from, or any from of like the, the authorized, unauthorized yeah. rather parodies of anything like the office yeah. and all that. Yeah, although I don't know that this, this isn't, I don't think this is a parody. I don't think that would strain credulity and, and legal definition, Maybe. but, um, I just feel like with all of these like big names being associated with it, winning a Grammy, like it's only a matter of time before we see an actual production think, on stage. You would think so. You would think. Who knows? I'm not in charge. Mm-hmm. If I were, things would be a lot <laughs> different. But anyway, Oof. that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right. Don't forget patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. Jan Simpson and Brian Watkins coming up on Saturday in the Patreon feed. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday.